fucking file folder swip over from the SD card, and it ended the recording like 10 minutes ago. I'm looking at it going, mother <laughs> fucking yeah, because son that of was a perfect. bitch. Like, How are we going to recreate that energy? We're not, but we're going to try to get it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> We have a, a colorful graphic here that shows instances of bullshit like this are on the rise. I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times, and it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it! <laughs> the government's out to get ya, NASA's out to get ya, the NSA's out to get ya. Well, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. Please ask public not to shoot after recent Bigfoot sighting. Discussion we've been having lately about Bob Lazar and what he did at Area 51. We ain't found shit! Open the gates. Open the gates! here. Welcome to Strange Uncles. I'm Shane. <laughs> I quit. And I'm John. Welcome. What's going on? Anyway, so um, we are, so this is another episode, and we got Josh, John, and myself here. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed the last one, which was a UFO recap for the Utah UFO Festival. Uh, we've been getting good feedback from it, actually. Surprisingly yeah. enough. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, wait. But it was good feedback. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If you didn't, uh, episode 44, if you haven't checked it out yet, um, it was fun. It was fun to be part of it and kind of cool. Hopefully we weren't too, uh, I guess, what's the word, jaded on the whole. Or over uh, over critical. Yeah. Mm, that's a good word, too. I, yeah. When I listened back to it, I was like, oh, we said we were only going to like go in. We were only going to touch on the uh, disorganization, but then we just fucking went in on it and i think we went in i think it. that was the bulk of the episode <laughs> well it's not all bad i i think you know there's constructive criticism and i, and I think we did fair yeah so, you know. and uh nathan if you happen to be listening i'm i'm fucking coming next year so if you don't want me there you uh better blacklist me now no but it was a super good time and i'm glad we went i am too wouldn't take it back if nothing else is great fucking uh great content yeah, sure. nothing else. So yeah. anyway, um, we actually have a pretty good topic coming on uh, the end of the show. We're going to, first thing we're going to do is we like to catch news. And so we're going to kind of banter back and forth with some of the news. It'll be a little bit of a roundtable. Um, I think I'm going to start on one that I found, and then you guys can kind of filter in after the fact and, and go from there. Yeah, what you got? So this is something that, you know, I've been hearing about, and it's gone back a while when you first start kind of uncovering this, you find out it started in 2017. But here in our area, we've had it more than once. We've actually had it like 15 times. So it's interesting. And this stemmed off of, I came home Friday, watching the news, and the news was reporting it about a boom that was heard all the way down the whole valley of Salt Lake. Like it was, wasn't in one specific area. It wasn't at the university. For those of you who know what the valley's, what, 15 miles roughly? 20. If you think all the towns I'm, that are back and forth I'm in the main. I'm really bad with like spatial estimations. <laughs> are you really? Oh yeah, I thought your my house was... Your girlfriend probably loves your penis. <laughs> You're like, it's this big, I swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> it's Well, it looks like that big to me. <laughs> we'll go with that. We'll go with... Yeah, yeah right, right. We'll go with 15 to 30. 
folded in half. That's what it is right there. <laughs> so these things happen all the way down the valley. Um, the news covered it, which I find kind of funny. It happened like 145-ish. Booms happen here. They reached out to law enforcement. They reached out to a local Air Force base, other bases, amateur mining companies, everything that's going on. Um, and everybody pointed a finger at everybody else saying, wasn't us, wasn't us, wasn't us. So this is kind of where we're at now. Um, and just to add some history to this whole thing, we haven't been the first ones to experience this, nor have we been the last, because uh, there's something as recent as yesterday that happened, I think, in the UK. Um, but this has been not only the country, but the world. Uh, Indiana, Rhode Island, New Mexico, UK, Florida, Malaysia, France, Philly, um, along with us. Like, it's just this phenomenon that nobody can kind of figure out. And either it's booms, or it's humming, or trumpeting, or helicopter sounds all around you. And that's how people kind of describe what it is, which is, um, I don't know, that's not very specific, but it's it, it just it is going to the point that sometimes actually in Arizona, it hit last year and it was such it shook the house so bad that it literally they almost lost the power. Like they had wow. no clue what was going on. Like it was just a something more than just what a song boom would be. I think we're looking a little bit more than than that. This is uh, this actually happened in Ogden as well. Um, January 9th was the first time I heard about it when I moved out here. Um, and for those of you who don't know, Ogden's about 30 miles from Metro Salt Lake, I guess, roughly. And usually what we find is there's a flash bright light, and then it follows by sounds after that. Um, and here's a sample of the sound. So there's even a website called Strange Sounds uh, that cater to this phenomenon, which I find fucking hilarious. So they just have a website on, hey, listen to this sound. Um, they're like can of booms again, loud humming. It, it's just what people can describe what they are. Um, things that it might be. Do you guys got any ideas or any guesses or what it possibly could be? Uh, yeah, <clears throat> possibly being like... Uh... Not an earthquake, but like a geological phenomena where like stress is relief released from the fault without going full blown slippage and earthquake. Okay, um, so tectonic plates. Yeah, that's actually one of the theories they have. Yeah, some type of earth anomaly. Yeah, earth earth groans. Yeah, earth groans. <laughs> the groans. Um, Someone's giving it to Mother Earth real good. Yeah, God, I'd like to see that. Yeah, fucking somehow just falling in weird. half. Booms from the earth are coming and bouncing off all over the atmosphere, and that's why Could it be. sounds like it's all around. Or So when you talk about atmosphere, that's another thing, atmospheric pressure. Um, construction, again, I think we talked about that. It's like, fuck, really? Let's just stand a right fucking next to something. <laughs> yeah, I think if you'd know if a jackhammer was 10 feet away from <laughs> Where is the right. sound coming from? <laughs> oh, my God. Is somebody whistling it at me? It sounds like a jackhammer. <laughs> Am I wearing a miniskirt? <laughs> fucking stupid. Um, aliens, of course, that's always in the fucking mix. I mean, you know, give or take. I'm not saying it's aliens, but, but I'm it's saying aliens. it's not aliens. It's aliens. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a couple good ones, actually. So, uh, one, and actually, for those of you who remember, harp is one of the things that they were talking about. Oh, so, yeah. um, you guys are familiar with the harp or no? Harp is just vaguely sending okay. electronic communications through the ionosphere, and I will not be told otherwise. <laughs> All right. Okay, Trump. Gotcha. Fucking you get that one. So HARP, High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program is what it stands for. And we actually covered it here in Strange Uncles way back in episode one and two. I think actually there's a remastered episode uh, 43 that we talked about that. 
And um, it's not just our harp, but other countries have a harp, said harp, and it's just weird. Yeah, it's supposedly a like weather control weapon or some shit, right? Right, like a sonic, atmospheric yeah. changing type fucking thing, majig of sort. It terrifies me. I just to think about that. Kind of terrifies I, me. Too. I, I don't like it, dude. No, if you want to like it, if you want to feel better, just. There was an episode of Conspiracy with Jesse the I Governor saw, Ventura. I, I saw that. Where he demands like... to be let in because he was a former governor and former Navy SEAL and used that. to have top secret clearance. That's one of the only episodes I have seen oh, of, of that show. Dude, you got to see oh. the Plum Island one. It's so great. He lo- Boy, he really has his passion in that, doesn't he? Yeah, there was a Skinwalker oh, Ranch one where he like went up like and like, almost physically assaulted uh, Bigelow. <clears throat> Oh, shut the fuck up. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I did see that He one. just, like, tried to fucking barge his way onto the property uh-huh. or something. Like, he, like, <laughs> saw him at some event and was like, I want to talk to Mr. Big. Just zero finesse, zero. Uh, very, very, like, extreme. Jesse building relationships so yeah, they yeah. would, like, just invite yeah. him on. Like, here. It was very extremely fucking... Jesse Ventura from The Running Man. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that one. Christ on a crutch, dude. Anyway, yeah, so. Um... <laughs> So that could be a fucking theory. And this actually, this is the last one. So there's a bunch of theories that I pulled out, but these were like the top, right? Mm-hmm. This is this is my favorite. So I really want to know your thoughts because this is a serious shit here. This is the other one. <clears throat> it could be the apocalypse and the seven trumpets of heaven. Sign me up. It could be, I guess. Sure. Right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, except for that sure. it's happened more than seven times. And aside from the dumb shit we do to ourselves, nothing else has happened. Maybe they're giving it a test run? I don't know. Maybe that's how the apocalypse actually happens is like the horns sound and we just fuck everything up till we die. <laughs> <laughs> that could be too. I'm not a theologian, but. Anyway. So with that being said, those are the there's a theories that it could be. Um, what about, did we mention hill air force base because i know that they said it wasn't them they asked them but they have a lot of supersonic aircraft up there including the they have like the first wing of the uh newest uh fighter jet oh oh the raptors some yeah, shit like yeah. that or whatever it is. And, okay and i i mean it's not like the air force has never lied to anybody before well, yeah, you know yeah not like military in general has ever lied uh they did ask them they said it wasn't them Dugway said it wasn't them. They said, well, look at the Tuella Army Depot. They said it wasn't them. So, I don't know. Um, so, this is a cool thing, and I'll just wrap this up because fucking you guys have shit, too. So, these sounds have also been known as skyquakes. This is what we call them. Um, in Italy, they're called Brandidi. Um, and in Bangladesh, they're called Bressel Guns. And this has been, according to them, they've heard this shit for like hundreds of years. So this isn't like a new thing, yeah. but th- they actually have a definition and a name for it, which I find kind of funny, I guess, for the most part. But anyway, there's more to it. Uh, you can really dig down the rabbit hole. If you guys want uh, to hear more about this, write us, strangejugglesatgmail.com. Uh, let us know. And uh, if you have heard said booms, which, you know, whatever it's your thing, um, you can call us. Call our hotline, 801 252 Forty-five. I was like positive I'm after the so sixty-nine. Mad. It's not sixty-nine, sixty-nine. <laughs> I tried to. I was find hoping that you'd finish it with sixty-nine, sixty-nine. <laughs> it wasn't available. Trust me. I tried, boys. So yeah. the if, world is an unfair place. <laughs> if they're the seven horns of the apocalypse, do they sound anything like this? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> That's exactly what everybody in Kansas heard when that fucking happened. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's fucking good. Uh, well, well, that's a great segue into, uh, I guess I'll go next with uh, my news story. Take it away. I uh, just stumbled across this the other day. It's um, about UFO sightings over a Peruvian airport, um, the George Cavez International Airport. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Sorry if I'm not. Um, near Lima, Peru. And the Air Force has come out and said that there were uh, two UFOs some bright lights uh, about a mile and a half outside of the airport. Um, they were picked up on radar. They were, uh, there were witness sightings. People saw them with their own eyes. So their um, military saying that. Yeah. Their, Air, okay. their okay. Air Force is confirming that there were two UFOs reported in writing by the airport staff at George Cavez International Airport near Lima. Um, and the Peruvian Air Force has come out and verified the information. Um, it was also verified by the Information and Aerospace Interest Directorate of Peru, D-I-N-I-A. Um, yeah, it occurred on February t- 27th around 1.30 a.m. Two hmm. luminous UFOs were seen about five nautical miles away at an approximate height of one and a half miles by, among others, the crew of the aircraft's Land Peru 2437 and Latum Ecuador 1442, which were on the taxiways. Do they use the word UFOs? Like, is that in their statement? The UFO is in, well, and the guy backpedals, so he makes a right, statement, right. and then he backpedals and says, well, we didn't say they were UFOs. Oh, okay. But um, they hovered there for 40 minutes. Um, it's weird. They... Uh, they, they said that they were confirmed UFOs, and then the guy backpedals and said it could have been a comet, which I don't, I've never heard of a comet just <laughs> sitting there for 40 right. minutes. Especially in. Well, that's like, a really slow daytime. comet. Yeah. Um, um, it was picked up on radar screens in the control tower. Um, for 40 minutes, they were observed. Okay. Major General Robert Baxarius Vusanovich, probably Jesus, bastardizing, bastardizing that name, but. <laughs> said that he didn't say UFO, but Marco A. Barraza confirmed they were UFOs. Um, well, so he I has, think that's all just semantic stuff. Yeah. Like, I think he's trying to say it. Right. UFO is an unidentified, not as an I'm sure. saying they're he's not, little he's not, right. flying. Yeah, right. he's not saying aliens. He's just... Yeah. But aliens. But, um, so, I mean, that happened in uh, February, I think February 27th in uh, Lima, Peru. And the documented two luminous lights hovering there for 40 minutes. Hmm. They could be balloons. Um, there oh, was, Jesus. There was, so tired, sightings, there was a couple sightings. There was a couple sightings in Kansas a couple days ago, and DARPA, I believe, is the the name for the weather balloons that they're saying those were. DARPA is I like caught that. a research, yeah, well, defense group. Okay, hold on. Yeah. It is a research defense group, but have you looked in some of the experiments DARPA fucking does? Uh, it's insane. Yeah, they do everything from like hypersonic craft to like, yeah, yeah, like the gamut. robots. Yeah, I, it's it's crazy. I mean, and they've been around for a long and time. And yeah, they have like they invented the microwave. They have introduced us to <laughs> different things. Yeah. Body scans. Yeah, DARPA. Scans. DARPA is the D- Defense Advanced Research there Projects Agency. They are claiming it apparently for the. Well, now I've gone to the Kansas City ones that happened a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. but so I mean. That could be a possibility of what they were. 
in also, Peru, but I don't know why DARPA, they would actually be in Peru. Send me a note. <laughs> right. um, but I thought that was pretty interesting, you know, some, no. some high credible witnesses and... And I guess, you know, and that's something to be said, too, because I and I don't know if we talked about it or not, but look at the Air Force. They rewrote their whole policies this year on UFOs. And when we say UFOs, it's was it not the Navy like or was it the Air Force? Oh, sorry. Yeah, it was it both? because I, f- I feel like the Air Force has been kind of a little quiet on it. But the Navy they is really Navy the Navy is out. really spearheading. Right. right. They have now the air. It doesn't mean the Air Force hasn't been quiet about it because they have. But the Navy is the one that actually, which caught me off guard too a little bit because I thought, they've, well, been, wait a minute. they've been Navy pilots, Navy. Right, uh, right. Again, like you said, it's not like little green men. UFO, no, UFO doesn't mean alien, it means unidentified. Right. Yeah, exactly. could be a fucking bird. I've seen a lot of like credible, like military, like uh, basically sightings like that from a lot of South American countries. Like they don't have the same weirdness about it that we do they're a lot they're a lot it's not a thing they're a lot more open yeah for sure it seems like it's same with mexico um i feel like mexico city and everything they're always oh there's a lot of they're always reporting stuff and they're they're, it doesn't seem like they're ever trying to cover anything up i mean well from what what i observe yeah let's let's bring so we're mufon members right so you get that website or you get that email that Mm -hmm. says okay this is a monthly you know, these are the sightings. Da, da, da. You yeah, always the see United States. And it right. has the shades. Right. You and, always see the yeah. United States way up here. Mm-hmm. And then you see some of the other countries kind of die down. But you do, I do see spikes in your South American countries, some of your other areas. You talk about New Mexico mm-hmm. more than fucking, say, Ireland, you know, type thing. Yeah. But there was a recent reporting, what was it, four months ago in Ireland where there was a pilot. And it was actually recorded. I don't know if you ever heard that. But they have them on, like, is there any other airplane flying in this area? Mm -hmm. And it went back and forth between the tower and the pilot and the plane itself. Yeah. You know, something And that could just go, that could just mean that people in European countries and, you know, the UK and Ireland and everything, you know, that just, it might not mean that they're not seeing it as much. They're just not reporting it as often as people in the United States or in certain other countries you know reporting may be more popular right. in the united states because we're paranoid and small and fucking we're yeah. so is that leave, why? leave me out of this with you know <laughs> I, I just think with reporting it's i don't think it's an exact science of how many sightings there actually yeah. are no I, I think a lot of it has to do with like uh how how this kind of stuff is is uh, treated culturally too so like in totally. the u.s you're gonna get ridiculed like crazy but also you're gonna get a lot of attention and you know so depending on what your motivations are whereas in other countries like it might just be a thing that people are like i don't want to talk about it because i don't want to lose my job or get made fun of or but here everybody likes that 15 minutes of fame yep and that's kind of what we are i think i think the majority of sightings though are you know if if they're reported Mm -hmm. I think they report him to MUFON. MUFON does whatever they do, and right. you know that person goes on with their daily life. Like there's yeah. no, you know, you, there's no repercussions not, for yeah, it. Well, it's not and, like I mean, you're, you're not called out. We don't get you know 24 Travis Waltons every year, right? You no, know, right. like it, even you, if they do get a a news clip, I, I feel like a lot of people report it not for publicity or anything. They just they saw something and they genuinely wanted to report it and get some answers i agree with that for a lot of it i think that's a lot of paranormal in general though not just oh for sure you know say an alien i mean a lot of these stories that you hear about you know that's a first thing that pops in my head wait a minute here's a farmer 
in the middle of nowhere. Let's talk Gains about you and nothing that besides has, attention he doesn't want. Yeah, because all he's trying to do is feed his family and fucking provide. And that's the last thing he wants to do. Mm-hmm. So that always that's the first thing that pops in my head on any fucking story you talk yeah. about. You know? Well, and that's what makes these UFO sightings in Peru great because they have them on radar. They were right. witnessed by airline professionals, which are trained observers yeah, very, of aircraft. Very and, highly credible witnesses. Yeah. While we're on MUFON, um, I just kind of was curious about, just made me think of Erica Luke's talk at the festival. And I was wondering what you guys think. I'm just have, hatching weird conspiracies in my brain right now. <laughs> and I'm wondering what you think of like maybe the motivation for uh, MUFON burying those files that she claims they took. What if it's basically we want to use all these cases for hangar one and shows like that, that, you know, like basically it's, this is for money. Mm, that's, you, you know what? That's not out of, that's not out of my fucking, I, 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 I hate to say it, but yeah. Yeah. Not? Just, well, there was a case that, uh, that, um, Diana Walsh, I can say her last name, right? Thank you, John. Um, that, uh, she talked about in American cosmic where, uh, the guy reported to MUFON and later saw his case on Hangar 1, but it was, like, grossly misrepresented. Oh, yeah, I, f- I forgot about that. I mean, dang, huh. that, I, I didn't connect those dots, but... Yeah, I'm just wondering if they're that's like, ooh, this will make a good episode. This will make a good episode. Like, do you that's, think that's they a compelling, had that that's a compelling uh, thought. Do you think they had that premise back then, though, with everything? Oh, or I don't know when I, mean, I didn't... Jesus, I'm just screaming into the mic. Um, I didn't know. I, didn't, I don't know. <laughs> Calm I, down, Nixon. Jesus I didn't Christ. hear uh, when she said that was. I that feel like happened. it was. It had to have been in the past few years. Yeah, I would see. I think so. You know, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think this either. happened in 1974 because I don't no. think she's been alive that long. So yeah. I mean, I think it had to have been within the past. I yeah. Like I would I, have to guess the past, like the longest eight years. I don't think further than that yeah because i don't know when she was director or anything like that and i didn't hear her say when it happened i'm unsure of that too but i I, I think it's in the reason very drunk when she was talking (laughs) well i can't roll that out surprise (laughs) you know you can take the kid out of magna (laughs) oh jesus don't ever admit that in public on the microphone ever again that's I'm just, proud of uh, where I from where I'm from and what I escaped. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the same thing, and we can wrap up a little bit. But it's the same thing with that new show that Tom DeLonge's kind of behind. Yeah, uh, unidentified. It, right. I mean, that's what. Okay, now he's gotten. He made it. This is what, it. Kind of goes on the same premise. There's something said about money, especially now. Yeah, when you some. see that and what's happening, you know. Well, and with Mufon so. being a, a volunteer, air quotes organization so like nobody's really getting paid like where is the money from these shows going i again speculation reckless speculation like just (laughs) wild wild speculation i'm behind the wheel with a fucking the type of shit that gets you sued (laughs) going off the rails on a crazy train (laughs) that's my middle name Uh, (laughs) calm down ozzy god damn yeah um do we have time to talk about... Oh, by all means, yeah. yeah that kind of uh, pencils into what uh, you're saying. Yeah, so uh, as Shane said earlier, I'm small and paranoid. Um, <laughs> I didn't say small. <laughs> Fuck, dude. So I was riding my bike home from the bar uh, the other night. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> it's where I spend most of my time. <laughs> Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name and shit, you know? But... Um, so I was riding my bike home. Uh, I live near some railroad tracks 
and it's a fairly busy rail line like it gets it gets used a lot it's mostly freight trains and the guard gates came down and i was like oh fuck i don't want to take my fat lazy ass over the bridge so i'll just wait for this to pass and it was a train full of military vehicles like everything from armored personnel carriers to humvees to like everything i think the only thing i didn't see was an actual tank now wait when you say train full you mean like the entire fucking train the entire train was flatbed cars with military vehicles on them was it a pretty long train or yeah, was it, it was a like a short stop oh, really yeah it, it was it took about 15 minutes to go so by. it wasn't like the train and a caboose no it was a little bit longer than that okay, yeah, yeah just clarify um it, it's like i haven't seen anything like that since the 80s like i grew up in the cold war i'm yeah, hence the paranoia. But um, <laughs> like, it reminded me of the train that Patrick Swayze's like playing cat and mouse with the dude that. Oh, don't say Red Dawn. Event? Why not? Oh, oh, no reason. Were you gonna say Red Dawn? Yeah, okay. is, that's what I was thinking. He was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. It reminds me of uh, of that scene towards the end of Red Dawn where they're like on that train, um, but. Yeah, I haven't seen anything like that in years and years and years, and it was all was like it going tan. was it going towards Hill Air Force Base yep. or yeah, it away? was going north. It was going north, <laughs> and it was all <laughs> it was all tan, so basically ready for the Middle desert. East. Yeah, desert camo shit, and it I mean with all the stuff that was going on that's been going on with Iran. That's a lot of equipment, dude. Yeah, it's a fuck ton. Yeah, a mile a, a mile long ton. of yeah yeah yeah. It took. Okay, so well, not- hold on to your butts, everyone. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't, I don't know if they right. if if they transport shit like that overseas with like cargo planes nowadays, or if they still like send it on ships, or how they move that stuff around. Yeah, but, it depends. It depends what it is. Yeah, I feel like Shane wait. would know how. So, to know yeah, that. it it kind of depends what it is. I mean, some of them, a lot of them, because obviously, plane fuel is a lot cheaper than uh, ship fuel to yeah. a certain point, and so. it's faster. And it's a little faster. Depends on the size and what you're doing. Yeah. You know? But, but um, nowadays, some of the ships that are out there are actually destroyer class, and they're smaller, more, I guess, weaponized than yeah. they are necessarily an aircraft carrier. Sure. So, you know. More for mm-hmm. more for fucking shit up, less for transporting right, shit. Right, right, right. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, huh. So hopefully everyone, fingers crossed, that we don't start another fucking forever war in a place that we have no business being. <sighs> Sorry to get political. No, but. no. I, I just I hate the fucking fact that we're in how many years now? 2001 till now still? Yeah. Yeah. People it, who were like, born after 9-11 can go fight in that war now. Yeah. That's insane. It's like having a fucking war on tea. How the fuck do you do that? I, and again, not to get political, uh, but with I, I just don't... fuckload of civilian casualties, apparently. Oh, it's just fucking mm-hmm. insane. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it is actually insane. Well, that's interesting. And I'll tell you what. What's funny is the topic we uh, are uncovering today is actually the government, which falls right down in the wheelhouse, what you just got done talking about, Josh. Um, we're going to dive down the rabbit hole on a story that I kind of came across, and it's been, uh, it's been out there for a while. So um, we're going to do some bumpers and... Uh, Stand by. This will be fun. Follow Strange Uncles down the rabbit hole of the wild and bizarre as they uncover history that shouldn't be talked about, topics that don't fit into the norm, and conspiracies that sometimes run amok. Find our website at mystrangeuncles.com, follow us on Twitter or Instagram at strangeuncles, or check out our YouTube channel, Strange Uncles Podcast, where we are adding new content every week. Open the gates. 
When people discuss myths or urban, uh, urban legends, I'm the first one to smile and want to hear more, mainly due to the curiosity of me. But at the same moment, I'm grinning like a Grinch. I know in the back of my mind that most of the bullshit we stumble across is exactly that, is fucking bullshit. Although, do some urban myths or stories have a basis to them in a very loosey-goosey type of way? Uh, I can say yes, only because we have the biggest book of loosey-goosey stories, and I you, know you guys agree, uh, the Bible. Amen, Just brother. Kind of one of those things. I'm offended. Yeah, right. Yeah, you should I think be. I'm triggered. Yeah. Good I think I'm Get out of your seat. <laughs> so, so sorry, folks. I'm not convinced on the tales of myths weaved in that said book. But need to think about it anyway. So the story we're going to dive into next is something that I've heard many moons ago in my Navy days. Um, and I did hear about this in the Navy days. I had a couple chiefs that would talk about this story. Yeah. I feel I like we need a drop of In the Navy by the Village People every time you oh talk about God, your Navy dude. days. Oh, fuck, the that's Navy. not the fucking first thing I, fucking <laughs> I heard about that shit. So. Did, the, uh, did the chiefs buy it or? Half and half. It was one yeah. of those things. Yeah, we'll get into okay. it. It's okay. kind of, you know, it's one of those things. Um, believe it or not, I have not, I have seen some crazy shit and I have actually, there was nights where all the ocean was glowing, like all around the ship, like, like bioluminescence, like or? fluorescent. Yeah. And it was off the Australian coast. I will never fucking forget it. It's just, that would be super cool. And also kind of frightening. It, it, yeah. And I looked it up like, could it be algae? Could it be, you know, but it, nothing really came to fruition. Like it didn't make sense. And Yeah. So, so I've seen shit out there. So when you talk about these things, you're kind of like, eh, you know, maybe, you know, one of those, one of those things. So when I, I hear about it and I talk to these chiefs again, we mentioned, um, some said, oh yeah, we've heard about it. Some say they did it. You know, that's what it is. But us here at Strange Uncles are going to unfold the supposed facts around this experiment that happened in the forties. And this is Navy related directly, um, that really grew legs, turned into its own urban myth and, uh, had a couple movies, one that I didn't even know about that you kind of mentioned. Are you talking about The Final Countdown? Well, you're too early, but yes, <laughs> oh, okay. that was the one I was talking about. So anyway, but just for fun, let's go down the rabbit hole and see if maybe some of the story has some grain of truth in it. Um, after all, the fucking government's right there. So, you know, yeah, we don't. Uh, the government. The government. The government. <laughs> so ladies and germs, let's unravel the story. Of the Philadelphia Experiment. Open the gates. The letter claims that 12 years previously, at the height of World War II, the Navy had conducted several radical experiments in Philadelphia aboard a destroyer, the USS Eldridge, that made it simply vanish into thin air. Flashback to the year 1943. Uh, we're in the height of the infamous World War II that we all know fucking happened, right? We're in agreement of it, I think. Uh, no, it was all a hoax. <laughs> yeah, it was all hologram. Fucking never <laughs> happened at all. Uh, shit is hitting the proverbial fan at this point. The atomic bomb was being experimented with uh, to be unleashed by either us or Russia, one of the two. Uh, whichever one was going to fucking conquer the other one, basically. Uh, it was just a shit show. In the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard, tests were supposedly being done on the USS Eldridge, which was a cannon-class destroyer based out of the very same shipyard. The basis of the experiment was as follows. Are you guys ready? Ready. All right. Yeah, I guess so. By using so-called matter transmission technology, based off of Einstein's theories, no less, uh, the plan was to create a force field around the ship, 
causing the destroyer to be completely invisible to the enemy when it was out at sea and deployed in warfare. Sound theory. Right? Fairly solid. I mean, be awesome if it worked. <laughs> Who says it didn't? <laughs> That's right, exactly. So, it should be noted at this point that despite our research into this, uh, you know, there's not much factual info that we can find or proof dug up where we can kind of shake our head and go, oh, fuck yeah, that happened. Because we didn't really find any. But there are names involved. There's kind of some history and some unraveling involved, and we'll cover that. Um, there's accounts of people who actually seen it, you know, on other ships and everything else that kind of happened and, and what they what they thought they saw. But we think a good starting point is a theory behind the idea of what we mentioned before. So Einstein had many theories, and Einstein was a fucking genius, right? I mean, to a certain allegedly. Point. Who? Yeah, I mean, it's debatable. I you, know. you know, the guy with the weird hair. Oh, okay. Yeah, the the pictures that hangs in my bathroom. So. <laughs> Um, oh, uh, awkward. The, it's funny because I love that picture. Every time you poop, <laughs> he's looking at you with his tongue out. It's like, touche, sir. But um, he had this idea of the unified field theory. In this theory, forces are not transmitted directly between interacting objects, but instead are described and interrupted by intermediary entities called fields. Uh, however, this idea was simply that. It was an idea, something he had on paper. They really came to fruition. Um, so the Navy's thought was to actually take this whole method, uh, and they were going to use generators to bend light around the object via refraction. I know that's a lot of scientific words, but that's kind of what the whole thing was about. Well, we all graduated high school, allegedly. Hopefully. Yeah, right. Uh, this would make up the object or ship, which we were talking about, com- completely invisible. Another conspiracy idea about exactly what the Philadelphia experiment could be was a test in measuring magnetic and gravitational readings of the seafloor to detect anomalies. So the fucking Nazis were on this too. And that is proven that they were doing the exact same test, the exact same time, because again, it was a fucking race back yeah. in the day. Mm-hmm. Who's going to fucking beat what? Also, thing. like Hitler's <laughs> obsession with the, the wonder weapons, you know? Oh, like, fuck. His, yeah. The fucking Panzer tank as big as a fucking house. <laughs> I just don't. Fucking Hitler. Jesus Uh, Christ. That's another fucking topic. Yeah, fuck that guy. Anyway. Anyway, who? But they were still doing the same thing. So Nazis were ahead. We're doing our whole thing. Um, We would be amiss if we did not mention the outcome of said experiments. So, and again, this is all in conjectural because nothing was proven. It was said that there were eyewitnesses from other sailors and personnel that were on board other ships in the shipyard when it happened. Some accounts say the ship actually did disappear, and where the ship once was, there was a greenish fog before the USS Eldridge came back into sight. Other reports claim that the ship disappeared in a flash of bright blue light and did not reappear for almost 10 minutes. Other accounts range from talk of the ship traveling through time, or showing up in Norfolk, Virginia shipyard for the time it disappeared from Philly. Let's not forget to mention the aftermath of the condition of the sailors when the USS Eldridge did reappear. Okay, so this is kind of gruesome, but this is supposedly what kind of happened. So people were seen melted into the ship itself. Half of someone's body in a bulkhead with the other half on the other side. What seemed like faces melted into part of the deck. Other reports of the sailors going mad and being whisked away by military ambulances as they screamed the whole way out of the shipyard. Another ship by the name of the SS Andrew Forsyth had several personnel claim that the USS Eldridge appeared in plain sight for at least 10 minutes in Virginia, which substantiates the idea that the USS Eldridge was actually teleported 
Now, again, we need to mention that none of this is documented and said to have any fact to it. Uh, also to add to the fact that the Navy itself has no reports or documentation of any kind or records that this experiment even fucking happened. Point one. Well, duh, like that they're not going to fucking advertise it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, You're on that side, which, which is fair. Are some of these people that have uh, said from other ships and other uh, naval yards w- uh, witnesses to being like, yeah, I saw it disappear. Like, are the are well, they, they real were. people? Are are they on record? Um, we're going to get into some of that. But yes, there was. So supposedly eyewitness accounts, which what happened and how it happened, what was mm-hmm. going on. But that kind of gets misconstrued as, and when I say this, I say it loosely, as a decades go by. So again, this is 1940s, sure. like mid, right? Yeah, you know? like uh, 43, was it? or 43. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So. so I heard like some debunking of this where they were basically went through like the shipyard logs and mm-hmm. like accounted for the ship that the people say they thought was the Eldridge. Right. I don't know, because, I mean, that shit's just as easy to fake as anything else, right? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, no, no, I'm with you. And and when you talk about debunking, so here we go with the debunking thing, because there was a lot of debunking involved. Um, according to the U.S. Navy, U.S.'s Eldridge was not even complete until August of 1943, which sets it, obviously, after the fucking fact that it happened. Okay. Yeah. And remained in New York until September of the same year. If that was the case, how could this happen? Right. So there were also talks that the experiments were simply degaussing. And I was in the Navy, and I know they still do this thing called degaussing. It's a kind of a static electricity exercise that yeah, they fucking do. Yeah, like the ships build up static electricity moving through the water, right? Right, right. It's exactly. just discharging that so no one gets fucking electrocuted. Yeah. Well, and no, not only nobody, but fucking like dolphins, fish, other shit like that yeah. doesn't get fucking hurt. It, it's the same thing. So that's what they're saying. The experiments were part of that, okay? Um, to add, the ONR... Which uh, I'll give you guys a hot dollar if anybody knows what ONR stands for. Office anybody? of Naval Research. Ooh, nice. That is true. Blam, 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 your, your drunken blam, reading blam. fucking did you well, yeah. sir. Yeah, <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Calm down, Robocop. Jesus Christ. Um, they conducted experiments. Uh, it wasn't even established until 1946. So the r was like what, three years after this whole thing, although they researched it. So that's kind of a fallacy of sorts um and to top it off in 1999 and this is one that i come across it was like okay this is interesting there were several navy veterans that were interviewed during a reunion for that said ship they said the ship was never ported in philadelphia period wasn't even there and these are from the people that were on it right supposedly and and that and that shipyard it doesn't have shipyards there but but it doesn't it doesn't have any records ever of this ship that existing? I didn't, that I didn't get into, but there it's half and half whether that's the case or not. Because, I so, mean, so. you know, there's always people, they could just be saying that it was never there. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a lot easier to right. say something didn't like, exist. Like, oh, no, 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 man. That, that, yeah. we, we never did yeah. that. No. Right. No. Yeah, no, that ship wasn't even built until... You know, because God knows Squints what the... 1943. <laughs> True. You know, and that could God be. knows what the Navy... Yeah. Like, you ever say something, we're going to fucking we, kill we your family. <laughs> that ship oh, wasn't fuck. built until... When did you say this happened? Oh, yeah, that, a couple years after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was at least two and a half weeks. Yeah, fucking one of those things. Um, so there's that. Uh, but all the counts can be wiped away by the other conspiracy theories, which, what we're bantering right now, 
the people have said all the personnel on board the USS Eldridge were brainwashed soon after the experiment. So I'm going to throw this out here and see if you guys fucking grab onto it. MK Ultra. Yeah. <sighs> okay. God damn it. I'm sorry. What, you hate, uh, you hate MK Ultra? Yeah, it's a terrible band. Um, no, isn't it bad? I mean, it wasn't fucking bad, dude. No, I don't think there is a band called that. That'd be fucking. There fun. was like an old industrial like techno band that had a name similar to it, but oh Jesus. Anyway, MK Scrub. Yeah. Uh, no, I, MK Ultra was like in the fucking sixties and seventies and shit, though, right? It was, but who's I mean, to say yeah, that they didn't start fucking it, playing? Because they didn't fucking have LSD back then, guys. How Fuck. do you know? Because I fucking no dog i had time traveled i don't know <laughs> well, that's what this whole fucking thing is about no uh i don't i, mean, I don't, i'm sure the government has been involved in you know brain manipulation and brainwashing before 1960 yeah think? maybe maybe it wasn't water maybe it wasn't lsd if it i, I mean i don't know when Wait, LSD did you say was put existed. fluoride in the water yeah that's why they put fluoride in the water oh fuck i heard about that too yeah, cause that's another fucking topic we can jump down. <laughs> oh, mere mm. freaking guard. Uh, yeah, uh, allegedly, like high doses of fluoride just m- work like a Xanax and just make you super fucking oh, like like a zombie type thing. Yeah, yeah. just like yeah. Yeah, I heard anything. That. Like I, I heard that. like someone told me that was what they gave like uh, the Nazi troops, so they'd just do whatever they were fucking told, hmm. and uh, and then it's in our water to make our teeth strong. Allegedly, well, I still have teeth in my head, so maybe there's something about that. Yeah, I yeah. Know. I don't think that even if fluoride functions in that capacity, that they put enough in the water <laughs> for it to like make us happy and healthy. Because I know that Xanax still flies off the shelf. Anyway, well, with that being said, not to get on a tangent, however, mm-hmm. so but let's start chasing the trail of how this experiment originally floated to the surface. Uh, to do that. We have to fast forward down the 1943 timeline again. So this is 1943. And when did the experiment allegedly happen again? 1943. Well, MK Ultra Ultra? or the Philadelphia Philadelphia experiment? Because didn't you say that... 1943. And then the Eldridge wasn't completed until 1943, but that's the same year. Right, it is, but it was like three months prior. Man, you are Utah educated, man. Isn't that Public school system, (laughs) motherfuckers. Thank you, Mrs. Whitney. Yeah, so three months prior. So it said it wasn't built. Yeah. It wasn't completed until three months after. And, which makes a lot more sense to make it easily, like that much easier to believe that the Navy just lied about when the ship was fucking built. True. And the thing is, when you build a ship, it doesn't mean that that ship's fucking built and it's in that port. That's not necessarily the case. They get transported all over the place, even back in the 40s, 50s, whatever have you. So it could take months to get to said port, wherever that's supposed to be designated at. So there's another timeline on top of that. So, yeah. We can, okay, conspiracies aside, here we go. So now it's 1955. Enter one Morris Jessup. He was a writer of a UFO book previously and was called to speak in front of a certain higher ups at the Naval Research Facility, which was kind of weird that he was invited to do that, but mm-hmm. he was. He's, just, he's a civilian? He's a civilian, yeah, not in the Navy at all, not in the military at all. So he wrote a book and... So he wrote a book on UFOs and they were interested on it. Okay. Okay. Uh, the Office of Naval Research had received in the mail a copy of Morris's book that included notes of the Philadelphia Research Experiment handwritten in three different colors and type of writing in the margins. Supposedly, this laid out the experiment as a whole. So, of course, the nosy fucking government wanted to know how and wanted to know why, because this was kind of 
how is this even out? Like, right. how, how does he know this? Right, exactly. Uh, Morris explained that he received letters from someone calling himself Carlos Alenda. Carlos stated that he watched experiment firsthand from another ship in the naval yard where he witnessed the ship disappear and come back, and shortly thereafter, screams, men melted into the ship itself, everything we talked about earlier. This is what Carlos said he, he witnessed firsthand. Um, even though the writing looked like it was from three different sources, it was later proven that it was all from Carlos himself. And to add, the handwritten notes weren't just discussing the Philadelphia experiment, but they were beings, uh, they were discussing like beings living in space, um, UFOs, da da da, other jargon that was in the margins as well, kind of scattered throughout. Okay, so nut job notes or. Or know. someone who knows something that they're not supposed to be talking about. Possibly. So, possibly. Carlos Valenda, I'm just trying to get this straight. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Carlos Valenda handwrites notes in three different colors and gives them to this Je- Jessup character. Correct. Then authors to, a book mm-hmm. and then gets invited to talk to these Navy higher ups. Right. So why is he color coding his notes? Uh, probably just for organizational purposes, or he's because just, he's a Carlos. Fucking is, job. I mean, Carlos having, is a super organized guy. Having having <laughs> not <So> simple as <laughs> that. Fuck me, right? Having not fucking read the thing, so I don't know for sure. But like, I like how you threw it out there. He's really were nice. Well, he just it's like a trapper keeper. Duh, not, John, you I, fucking <laughs> idiot. Okay, so my fucking ridiculous ass used to do shit like that, like. Again, to... don't tell people this in public, dude. I don't fucking care. Oh, like, fuck. my girlfriend got mad at me for fucking putting on a fanny pack over my shoulder to, like, hold the shit I was carrying when I was riding my bike down here. She was like, people are going to judge you. And I was like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> I'm going to do a podcast about fucking dumb, weird shit. Of course I don't oh, give a shit. God. <clears throat> Well, with that being said, are you caught up though with what yeah, it is? So, so okay, I'm, but you know, uh, is there a reason why they're color? Does it? Do we find out why it's color coded? Not really, but there's more to it. There's another okay. side to it that's right. kind of fucking right. weird. So the sad thing is, uh, this was a highlight of Jessup's career. So Morris Jessup that actually brought the book to the Air Force. Uh, he tried to publish another book about UFOs after that event, lost his publisher, and in 1959 he committed suicide. So granted, right, this was 55. but it was a very strange suicide, if I remember right. Yeah, it was a very fucking strange suicide. Things that might not actually be a suicide, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's what they say. Okay, well, sorry, I didn't mean to skip ahead. I just remember. No, no, that actually, was. I don't have that in the article right now, but it was odd. I could what approve. Well, when I read the name, I remembered hearing about. Right. There's yeah. like a big conspiracy theory that uh, that he got liquidated by the government basically mm-hmm. like they sold all his shit or something <laughs> no not not that kind of liquidation. <laughs> uh like everything they, must go uh <laughs> if i remember right the way he killed allegedly killed himself was putting like a hose from his tailpipe into his car uh-huh if I remember right, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, no, that was that was one of them. But again, I, I couldn't prove that on the sources altogether. So I was like, okay, that might be conjuncture conspiracy thing. But that's the strong one. Yeah, it's all it's all uh, the the circumstances are very suspicious, and he did not seem suicidal to anyone that knew him. Yeah, is, even even before, like this is a quick little. Oh my God, he couldn't get a book. He lost his publisher. He's dead. Like this is yeah, four like, years after he approached said naval research to say hey i got this book mm-hmm. just kind of weird i don't know 
Um, so, yeah, so there was uh, that happened, which was awful. Okay, so weird side story to this whole book thing. Okay, so I'll add to this thing. So the ONR, which we covered before, uh, the Naval Research, um, invested in publishing 100 copies of Morris's book that included the notes by Carlos. Hmm. And that's really weird because 100 copies is such a small fucking run. And why? Okay, so you're doing it to try to distribute amongst... Maybe you keep it in the research facility and you go, okay, we're going to publish these, we're going to give it to you, you look at this... weirdo researchers look at this shit and tell us what you think of it. Right. That's kind of what I'm thinking, but maybe I'm off kilter. That's the only reason I could think of I thought that was weird. Even then, if they're going to use it as like a research or uh, like textbook in that capacity, like... yeah. Only a hundred, right? It's not fucking worth doing, right? No, well, it's a government; you know? they can fucking do whatever they want to. But these hundred copies, so these were actually uh, books and notes, and they came out, and they were known, or they became to know as the uh, Vero annotations, and that. So remember that because that's kind of what we're going off of, like V E R O, uh, like V A R R O. Okay, yeah, close. You know your Spanish. Just wondering if it was like an anagram or something. Mm, I thought about that, too, when I f- saw this, but I don't think so. Because that's not a yeah. name that's been used so far. It, it's not in why name it that. Why not name it the fucking Aliendi manuscripts yeah. or the Morris manuscripts or the Jessup, you know what I mean? Maybe Vero's the name of an alien. The, I feel like that's... <laughs> you just blew my mind. I'm just kidding. I, just a fucking little bit. <laughs> I feel like that's an actual word, though. Like It could be. In, like, French well, or Well, I'll continue Spanish. the story. You may want to look it up. Anyway. You look it up. And we'll go from there, because I did not uh, cover that part of the script. Do so anyway, we'll continue while we do that. So in steps, Robert Gurman, uh, who was also a researcher of the paranormal, along with catching the story of the Philadelphia experiment and compiling notes over time. In 1979, and granted, so this is 1959, we're 20 years after, uh, he picked up on the book and notes written by Carlos Allende, uh, after some digging, he realized that the address where Carlos mailed the book to the ONR came from a town in New Kensington, Pennsylvania. Robert pieced together the holes that were missing in the story and published it in several magazines and even got the story on TV, namely on shows such as Unsolved Mysteries and The Unexplained. Now, I remember Unsolved Mysteries. I don't remember Unexplained. I don't know if you guys... Uh, that, that show doesn't... Uh, it was a Robert. I was a stack. Yeah, I was. I was actually. Well, he was both. Because oh, uh, uh, oh, was it? Okay. I, oddly enough, like yesterday when I was supposed to be doing other shit, I was laying in bed reading dumb shit on the internet, and there was a story of, like twenty-seven things you don't know about unsolved mysteries. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! And uh, <laughs> that's ironic. It, this is a synchronicity, right? <laughs> right. Here. Yeah. So um, <laughs> we're on the right uh, path. That boys. other show was a spinoff where they went back and like. Oh, okay. Dug deeper into segments from Unsolved Mysteries. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I never heard of Well, I had two channels in Montana growing up, so there's that. So there you go. Anyway. So it seems that Carlos Alinda uh, was actually Carl Allen, who came, uh, come to find out, was the son of a family friend. To shake the story even further on this whole thing, Carlos was somewhat of a black sheep of the family and had an imagination that wouldn't stop. Or a crackpot would be a better term, and that's really what his family called him. Like, he was just fucking... Just out there. He was knocking futs. Yeah. No. They had was no he the strange clue. uncle? Dang. God damn it, dude. Dang. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> I'll that down somewhere. Boom, boom, boom. 
So the whole Carl Allen story somewhat debunked the story altogether. To make matters worse, as Robert continued to look into the footnotes in regards to the experiment, he stumbled on some of the same issues as we mentioned before, such as the USS Eldridge not being anywhere near Philadelphia when it occurred. What is also funny about this story is that there were more books written on the matter. There was another book and documentaries written and discussed in regards to the Philadelphia Experiment in 1963. A Vincent Gaddis published a book on it called Invisible Horizons, True Mysteries of the Sea. Uh, he used notes of the Veros annotations. Uh, Charles Burletts wrote a book in 1979 called The Philadelphia Experiment, Project Invisibility, that also included other stories of the government cover-ups and conspiracies. Let's not forget about the movie that supposedly was reviewed by and said it was based on a true story by a supposed crewmate of the Eldridge by the name of Alfred Bellefeld. And we all remember the movie, right? I watched that, like, in the 80s with my mom, of all things. Like, she rented that and was like, oh, this looks really great. We rented it from Top Hat Video and we rented a VCR to play it on because it was the fucking 80s. Anyway. Are you sure it wasn't Betamax? I'm done. Was it was uh, It, it might have been. It was a top loader. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, when you push a button, it fucking flipped up like like it mm-hmm. almost broke your jaw if you're right over the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking crazy. Yeah. So, um, other funny bullshit is a movie that came out in 1984, which is what you're talking about. There was another one that I think you referenced earlier that I did not know of. Yeah, The Final Countdown. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. Never will. (laughs) Never will. Like Kirk Douglas, fucking Robert... I think they use that word in uh, 1984, right? Martin Sheen, like, it's basically this aircraft carrier the nimitz actually gets uh, oh okay gets fucking caught wow. in some weird ass i was on that ship tad for a while uh like, uh, like you were on the nimitz tad just like two weeks i hate carriers ah i don't know what tad means yeah what's tad um, mean temporary assigned duty oh Sorry. okay yeah with your yeah i don't know that jargon. i don't know the military <laughs> jargon <laughs> i keep forgetting that <laughs> um but anyway it's it's this aircraft carrier somehow stumbles into a portal back in time and they're trying to stop fucking Pearl Harbor from happening and it's it's hmm. adjacent it's not related it's hmm. like I guarantee the people who wrote the movie were into this story but it uh, <laughs> it, yeah. did it miss a mark a little bit did it well it's yeah it's a, it's a, it's not a Philadelphia experiment story but it's like it and also it's just ridiculous and awesome um well this may be a dumb question but is the USS Eldridge still in service? Mothballed. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that was verified to be an actual ship. It was a ship. It was a ship. It okay. actually was built. So, so and it that. had crew. Did it, it Did it do missions? It did had it, crew. You know what? I That, I, I think it did, but I can't verify. I'm not going to say that it did. Did it do stealth missions? <laughs> Come down. Did it have its leg out when it fucking did it? I, yes, it did missions. Um, how long it was actually in service, I don't know. Okay. But we can follow up on that because that's something. But it was a ship, and it was okay. built. I mean, it wasn't and that it crew. None of that was, it, yeah, it yeah. was, none of that was, uh, none of that was saying that it wasn't like it was some fantasy thing fucking made up. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that wasn't called the USS Eldridge. Okay, yeah, that's just what I like. Is yeah. the whole yeah. entire story bullshit? No, or is... no it was out there. Okay. It was out there. So, you know, these, again, weird. This story is weird because you have one side saying this, one side saying this, these mm. other people saying this. And again, it goes back to the whole thing of 
well, why are sailors that have nothing to do with this saying they saw this at such and such and such? You know, yeah. you got that thing. But, yeah. you know. Anyway. so Because there were reports in uh, the Virginia shipyard where, where sailors came out and said they right. s- they saw the Eldridge. Right. Yeah, for up to like four hours or something like that? or Well, or, ten yeah. minutes. Ten minutes. So okay. only ten minutes. But... Yeah. So we'll wrap it up and then we'll kind of concise a little bit because sure. it's it's interesting. Yeah. So um, other funny bullshit, uh, 84 is a movie. Carl Allen also said uh, that he witnessed veterans that were on the USS Eldridge years later disappear before his eyes, uh, which is a lot of what the movie was based off of, which we know because we yeah. saw it. Sad thing is the names of the veterans that supposedly would disappear and reappear across dimensions weren't even veterans, nor did they exist. So the names weren't even... Attached to the sailors that were on the ship. But were the names changed to protect the innocent? Possibly. I, mean, I, I know that sounds weird, but maybe they were. Maybe they, because you know, it's not based on a true story, you're not going to use a true I name. I could see, right? like, someone, if this whole debacle actually happened, mm-hmm. and someone who lived through it was telling their story, I could see them being, like, especially from that generation, being, like, don't you fucking dare use right, my real name, right, right. you know? Yeah, it wasn't my fault that I was through this. It wasn't my thing that I fucking... True. Mm-hmm. And that could be that whole thing. Now, on the other side of the coin, kind of what you're kind of titillating about here, if you're a diehard conspiracy theorist, which we're not, but there's always another side of the coin, um, it's safe to say that the one thing you can scream at the top of the mountain with is the cover-up. The fucking government... What they're doing, how they're doing it. Uh, you can't trust them. Fake documents, change logs, brainwash people, whatever have you. One thing that we do wonder amongst all of this, and, and this is my wonder, and mm-hmm. I'll throw it out to you guys, is the proven fact that the ONR did invite Morris Jessup to speak on behalf of the original notes in the book that was mailed to them by Alan. That's weird. You know, maybe they were just curious and had nothing better to do to pursue a hoax. You know, I was in the Navy, I get how much money gets sunk into weird shit. But that's kind of to ask somebody to go to have the 100 copies made. Those are things that I just really can't. I don't know. I can't wash away like saying, oh, it's fucking bullshit. Because I don't really necessarily think that that's the case. Um, Despite what anything is, that is the Philadelphia experiment in a whole. And I don't know. I guess, you know, thoughts where we're at, what we're doing. Man, I mean, I have just so many questions because I've heard, obviously, I, you know, I've heard about this story. I've never heard it in depth like this. You know, I've just basically heard the the gist of it. But I mean, I want to know what that, what the note said. Like, why would they? That's like, my like, thing. What, dude? If I could, and I look for that, what they call the Vero manuscript, whatever, or the scriptures, whatever they say. Oh, so yeah. I looked up that word. It's an Italian word. It means boar. You said V E. V-A-R-R-O. Oh, shit. My spelling <laughs> okay. is terrible. Public school. Hey, I was in Montana. One-room schoolhouse. Yeah, I joined v- the club. V-E-A-R-R-O. V-A-R-R-O. V-A. The Vero Manuscripts. Which I found funny that they named it that because I don't know why you would. Why don't you? Again, why don't you call them the Durable. Carlos Manuscripts? <laughs> Shut up. Uh, I'm meanings, looking for them on uh, Amazon right now. Meanings and history of the name Vero Edit. Meaning equals durable, strong, Roman, uh, cognomen, of which the etymology is obscure. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Huh. So, so they named them the Durable Manuscripts? Yeah, because maybe they were... Is it a hefty bag? Maybe it was information they'd been trying to suppress that came out anyway. 
if you want to get like okay, way, if you if you want to go down that if you, you want know, to go in this conspiracy rabbit hole. Personally, yeah, okay. I right. when we get into conspiracy, I personally don't think our government is fucking competent enough to pull some shit like that off. I'm with you. I don't think but, so either. Uh, um, but I also know that there's a lot of uh, dark money in in black budget projects and shit to the point where like nobody fucking knows what they're doing with it. So right. maybe some secretive branch of the government is smart enough to pull that off. Also, around the time that they published the 100 copies, that would be right when, right about the time of the dawn of the national security state. You know what I mean? Oh, that time of frame. Yeah, where yeah, they're, yeah, where they're just realizing that, like, it's the beginning of the military-industrial complex, um, which is a real thing, not conspiracy. And then... Um, they're just realizing, like, oh, if there's information out there we don't want out there, we can either discredit it or just fucking suppress it, you know? So uh, those are my thoughts on it. Like, maybe they wanted to uh, wanted to study it, like, wanted it available for people to research because it had okay. some intrinsic value to them, but at the end of the day, they only did a limited run because they wanted to make sure they could control it and suppress it at any fucking time if they right. needed to. I get, I'm behind that to a certain point. Now, let me throw something else out there. And again, this is con- complete conjecture. You know, it could be nothing. But you're looking at um, the timeline when they did this. And, and again, there's a lot of shit that happened in the 1940s. A lot of stuff that happened Tons. in the 1940s. You're looking at World War II between 1939 and 1945. 43 was a fucking turn. Like it, it, there was a lot of things that happened in late, late 1942, mid 1943, where both sides were fighting with weaponry, technology, everything else. Is it possible we were fucking dabbling in this and it just fucking got out of control? Um, I mean, it seemed 100%. like the time frame. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously, I, I, I want to know, and I, this, I mean, this probably isn't available, but is there a log of the crew? Of the Eldridge and forty three, right. like right. is there is there a way you can find nineteen forty three uh, logbook of all the crew members in Eldridge and then st- track them to okay John Smith such such was on the such. was on the Eldridge right. in nineteen forty three. Where was he in nineteen forty four? I bet that shit is I mean public I'm, domain, and if it's not, I'm sure like a Freedom of Information Act request would get it like i don't think it's anything they really want to hold on to anymore yeah um but i mean i, th- I think i think then, that would but some of that stuff's darkened out though well, i mean especially when you have oh, something yeah, like redacted. this that surrounds it mm-hmm. i mean the military easily can fucking block out that stuff i no. and i know that for a fact that's not me being I like no, oh my god yeah they redact me. the shit out of fucking everything right but right right, right. it'd be an interesting freedom of uh foia I'm not going yeah, to try and say the whole thing. Ooh, that's fancy. Let's, I'm not going to try and say the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's efficiency, John. Yeah. Uh, I think that'd be an interesting FOIA request to I get as a 1940. If, if it would. was, in fact, a real ship involved in the Navy. Well, hold on. Like, we know it was you know, a real ship. Yeah, I would know it was a real ship. Like, yeah. let's get a 1943 logbook. And if some of those dudes aren't around in 1944... You know, Kinda like makes you wonder. Like, well, I would be shocked <laughs> if if that. That's why I said I bet it's in the public domain because I would be shocked if this is if we're the 
fucking geniuses coming up with doing <laughs> no, dude, fucking player request for this. You know fucking I mean? John Finnegan just cracked the fucking code, guys. Hey, wait, man, I I got a chocolate bar. You deserve this. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but, I'm, I'm sure I'm like the 489th million person and then also you got to think like okay it's wartime if uh the sailor's not assigned to that ship anymore in 44 well that's i mean i'm not even saying assigned to the ship in 44 i'm saying okay verified oh sure these these people are these people were on assigned to the ship in 43 in this exact time period. yeah where did they go where are they now well you know we we talk a little bit about this camp and we we do to a certain point where you know, how come, take somebody, for example, like, let's throw George Knapp out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. The guy obviously found something. He's been in the public eye. I've had people, oh, well, how come he's not killed? How come the government, eh, that's a, well, it's because a way easier he's to a scapegoat. You. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. way easier to go, hey, look at this fucking crackpot out there doing his fucking thing. Yeah, you, you die. You a story like this. Yeah. You die and everyone's like, oh, he was right. telling well, the truth. Yep, but yep. This story it, is fucking bullshit. They just fucking... make you look like you're fucking nuts and no right. one listens to you. Right. And back to the science of the 1940s, like, I think sometimes people forget that, like, Science used to be fucking hella esoteric. Like, oh, of course. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it still is. I think they just kind of try and keep that under wraps now. But, like, I mean, you look at the stuff Tesla's doing. You look at mm-hmm. the stuff that the Nazis were doing that, like, they were just fucking trying anything. The and thing if, is, if, we were on the cusp of what we were trying to discover, like, with atomic weaponry and everything right. else. We knew it was there. But we the th- didn't know, fucking know what it was. But the thing that I'm, I'm trying to get across is... Uh, if the Nazis were trying it, we were definitely fucking trying it. Oh, yeah. Everybody, awesome. Thank you. Um, Strange Uncles. Yeah, thanks, You can guys. write us. Thanks yeah. for listening. You can uh, do strangeuncles at gmail.com. You can find a website at mystrangeuncles.com. You can call our, hot, or call our hotline at 801-252-6945. Such so a disappointment. It's such I a know, disappointment. I know. It's, it's, it's shitty. <laughs> anyway, enjoy everything. Um, we actually got a YouTube channel we're trying to get up and going, which uh, will populate a little bit more. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, go to it. You can see my dumbass trying to fucking inflate one of those airbag couch things. That was fucking hilarious. (laughs) I just got to fucking say. Welcome to a day in the life of a (laughs) middle-aged fucking bald tub of paste. Don't don't tell your story out loud. I'm just saying. Anyway, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Uh, Close gates.
do. 